Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. It just doesn't make sense, does it? There are times in our lives when it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Yet, what we know we are to do feels so right. There is such a knowing. When I gave my life to Christ as a 19-year-old college student at 2 a.m. on a Wednesday morning, it really didn't make a lot of sense. My prayer sounded like a mixture of the national anthem and what I knew of the Lord's Prayer. I just didn't know how to pray but I knew it was right. I just knew it was right. Folks like us have felt a call into the marketplace, into the medical profession, into legal practice, into janitorial services, into parenthood, into adoption, into rescuing young men and young women from sex trafficking, into drug rehabilitation services, into music and entertainment to a far-off land, to the homeless people on the streets of their town, to education, into acting and performing, to being a pastoral leader, to counseling, to lawn services, to construction. The lists go on and on, and yet real people keep saying yes to God's calling when it really did not make sense. God's story with his people often involves a call that on the surface doesn't make much sense. The prophet Isaiah had one of those experiences. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. And above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet, and with two, they were flying. And they were calling out to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is filled with his glory. And at the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe! To me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. And then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it, he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. And then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And then I said, Here am I. Send me. Isaiah was given an extraordinary experience. But a question that we want to ask is, did God reveal his splendor and did Isaiah have this experience 
because Isaiah was ready to receive God's call and ready to respond to God's call. Perhaps this kind of event is more available to us than we think. We race and we consume and we run and we play. And this is not a guilt, uh, shame thing here. It's just some, some thoughts on a bit of what we could be missing because there are so many sirens calling us out to sea, promising us life, but stealing it from us. So how can Isaiah's call lead us to action? Well, here are some steps for folks like us on the journey to the extraordinary. Number one, worship. Give your soul space and time for worship. And of course, a local church gathering can be part of this. Yet how about crafting time and space in nature at a sunrise, a sunset, a starry night, a meadow, a shoreline, or even just while you're driving your car? But we can see it, we can breathe it in, and we can experience that the whole earth is filled with God's glory. Number two, expand. Expand your vision and experience of God. Ask God a simple prayer like this. How can I expand my vision of who you are and what you are doing? Number three, be attentive and be ready to be amazed. You will be amazed by these glorious experiences. Be ready to receive the gracious and majestic glory of God. Number four, be prepared. Be ready to be undone and be willing to let God be God. His magnificent love and his power may bring you to a place of utter silence, to the gift of tears, to kneeling and the feelings of overwhelm and peace at the very same time. Number five, receive. Receive God's healing and empowering forgiveness. Part of the amazement and the undoing may be the cleansing and healing of God's generous forgiveness and his empowering grace. Number six, step in to what God is doing. Ask God how can I connect and engage my life to the things and the purposes you want to do to transform and to bring your salvation into the world? Ask him, where are you working around where I live, in my region, in different and difficult cultures and places? Where are you working around the world? Number seven, offer. Offer your life to God for his purposes. Are you ready to say, here am I, send me? Take the leap into his powerful calling and grace. Number eight, invite some folks to walk the journey with you. Ask them to pray with and to pray for you. Ask them to be friends who will walk into the unknown with you. And the last one. Thank God.
Thank God that this earth-shaking, glorious, and challenging experience is his gift to you to change you and to change your world through you. The extraordinary life is a life of amazement and transformation. It is a life of God wooing us and calling us into the unknown in which he is right there in his love and his power to receive us and to lead us. Our opportunity is to humbly and yet confidently say, here am I, send me into the places where only your love can carry me through. God's great adventure is there for us. So, as you consider, here am I, send me. A great place to start today can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and to advance your kingdom? So God bless you today as you strive to live the extraordinary life.